Podcast. All about trailers. Two hosts who have no idea what the fuck they are doing. Anthony, what trailer is this? Oh man, I am so hype right now. Where's my beer? What the trailer? Coming soon to your ears, right now. Welcome to What the Trailer. I'm Cassie. I'm Anthony. And this is a podcast about trailers. Short beer. Oh, trailers. <laughs> and beer. <laughs> and alcohol. And rambling about Mountain Dew. <laughs> Mountain Dew. Yeah, we had a quite the discussion about Mountain Dew last week. I know. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I, I left it into the podcast too. Perfect. Welcome back to this week's episode. Uh, glad that you can come back. Maybe you're subscribed and listening to us weekly now. Like I've said in past episodes, this is a podcast where we rate, review, uh, comments on movie, video game, and TV trailers, and we just give you our opinions on them while, while we watch them. It's it's fun for us, and hopefully it's fun for you. It's all about having fun. Yeah. So we have a great episode for this week, trying to run off of the trend of our episode two episodes back, where we talked about the Cornetto trilogy. You guys seem to like that. So... We're kind of doing another episode just like that, only we're going to talk Bill and Ted, finally. Bill and Ted. I know it's like, what, a month late? <laughs> God, has it been out that long already? I don't, it seems like it. I feel like it, it came out either at the end of August or beginning of September, right? Yeah, I think it was, I think you're right. It was, I think it was the first week of September. So. Damn. Yeah, we're going to talk about the, the Bill and Ted trilogy for this episode. We're going to go back to the original Bill and Ted trailers, talk about the movies, and then finally watch the uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music trailer for probably the 15th time, and then give you <laughs> our review on the movie. Yeah! Yeah! Bill S. Preston Esquire and Ted... <laughs> Theodore. Ted, Ted Theodore. Oh, fuck. What's his last name? Logan. Logan. <laughs> oh, man. This this was a trip doing um, research on it. If you can call it research, but it was mostly yeah. fun. <laughs> you you watched all all three movies for the first time, right? Um, Yeah. I mean, or... I, I remember watching the first one was I, when I was a little kid and watching parts of the second one when I was a little kid, but I needed a refresher. It's been way too long, so... Yeah, it's they're they're fucking great. I think uh, D and I watched them. I made her watch the first two like a year ago or whenever it was when they first announced the third one was being released this year, and she loved them. <laughs> <laughs> as as did I. She wasn't a big fan of the third one, but well, I guess we'll we'll get into that when the time comes. Oh, okay. Well, we are going to go get a drink, and while we're doing that hear a word from this promo. Hey, this is Rob. You may know me from the Disneyland podcast, but guess what? I've got my own show now, too. Join me each week as I discuss the latest news, trailers, and upcoming releases in the movie realm. And, you know, of course, do my review a thing. 
You can find the show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Just search Review It Rob. Check you soon. And we're back. <laughs> um, I'm not going to explain why I'm laughing right now. So, Anthony, what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> um, drinking uh, Oktoberfest. It's a lager from Red Lodge Ales, brewed right here in Montaigne. Let's see if I can. This one's a tough one to open. Hold on. I wasn't prepared for this. Ooh. Ooh. A nice spray on that one, too. I need to get an Oktoberfest. Ooh, it's good. This one's pretty good. I'm a big fan of the the Brickenridge Brewing one, which I um, had a couple episodes ago. Yeah, I'm I'm still off the alcohol for a little bit, so I can't wait until October happens so I can have Oktoberfest and be able to be cleared to drink. I have a sparkling water by AHA, which is the Coca-Cola company. This flavor is black cherry and coffee. Oh! Did you hear it? Yeah, that yes! sounded like it would have been like a... That almost sounded like it had like a nitro popper in it. Mm. That was nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you, you heard that uh, flavor combo, right? <laughs> yeah, because I was, was going to comment on that, and then all of a sudden there was just this beautiful pop and oh i'm so proud of it my brain like my brain froze black <laughs> cherry and coffee black cherry so, and coffee now i've i've had i'm not sure if i ever told you like or had you try it when we were when the restaurant was still open but i was a big proponent of drinking coca-cola and coffee um oh interesting yeah so the black cherry and coffee i could see that being really good um, it's, it's different. Like, um, you taste the cherry right away and then you have a coffee aftertaste. And the weird thing about this sparkling water is that it has, where, I can't, I'm in a dark room and that sounds ominous, but, uh, it has 30 milligrams of caffeine in it. Oh, wow. Like in the whole can or per serving? In the, in the whole can. So, so yeah, that, that's... that's new for sparkling water. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's different. I wouldn't say get a a, a box of it like I did, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's it's pretty good. <laughs> It'll get the job done, I guess. I'm gonna have a like a caffeine high in like 15 minutes. That's alright. I drank a bunch of tea at work this morning, and then on my way home, I stopped at McDonald's and got a large iced tea. Ooh. So sleep will be excellent. Yeah. Speaking of excellent, let's get into the Bill and Ted episode, trilogy, whatever this episode is. I need to stop saying episode all the time because... I think it's just going to be called Be Excellent. Okay. With Bill and Ted. Bill, be Excellent with Be, be, be excellent with Cassie and Anthony. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> or you could, we could just even call it Wild Stallion. <laughs> So yeah, we are going to jump right into it with the very first trailer. I've never seen any of these trailers. Well, the last one, of course, because we did it for one of our own shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have the very first trailer of the very first movie from 1989. I was negative one years old. 
Now, uh, you make me feel old. So, grand, <laughs> so magnificent and so vast, it spans 7,000 years. No way! God, this shows its age. Yeah, I was just about to say, this really did not age well. Just by the look of it. Mm. I mean, this grainy look of it is how the movie looks, but how the movie feels does not feel this old. Yeah, and I mean, like, the, the, the special effects aren't amazing, but for their time, they were pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the audio quality also is very like late 80s, early 90s feeling. Oh, Napoleon. Now they're home. Okay, I take that back. This trailer is has worse quality than the movie. Yeah. Oh. Napoleon. Napoleon. <laughs> Billy the Kid. Oh my god. Joan of Arc. I can't believe they're introducing <laughs> the historical things. Beethoven. Genghis Khan! Abraham Lincoln. Party on, dudes! Socrates. Oh, George Carter. We're history. Oh, George Carter. Are really us? What number are we thinking of? 69, dudes! Nice. Nice. <laughs> excellent! Excellent! Excellent adventure. Party wow. Up, dude. That oh. trailer is the horrifying. <laughs> it doesn't awful. even like. Uh, it doesn't even like give any appreciation for the movie. They're just like, oh, we have some historical figures, so let's put emphasis on that let's have some pretty generic kind of 80s hair metal rock music in the background and then we'll have the voiceover guy read the names of half of the cast <laughs> yeah this is a horrible trailer guys yeah it wasn't great which is a bummer <laughs> because the movie itself is fantastic yeah <laughs> god, oh my so god George okay Scarlet. <laughs> socrates before we talk about the movie any further, I would like to add that YouTube, because of Face the Music coming out, YouTube is has both Excellent Adventure and, and Bogus uh, Journey for free to watch on YouTube. So, I think the third one is as well. I just saw somewhere. Not for free, but you can buy oh. it from them. Yeah. Okay. So I thought it said free with ads. Maybe that was the first one. Yeah, they're they're both free with ads. So if you have an ad blocker, y you get a free movie basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so if, you if, don't, if you don't have an ad blocker, I mean, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. So if you want, if you have yet to watch Face the Music and you want to get back, or you want to know what the the first two are like again, it's free on YouTube. It's right there. Just look for it. It's there. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that is really cool though. Yeah, I found that out by accident when I was uh, just searching for it. I'm like, I, this has got to be on a streaming service, right? And it's <laughs> on YouTube. So um, this came out on February 17th, 1989, 90 minutes long, as are all of them. 
and especially the third one because they they bring that up a couple times in the movie. <laughs> it had a budget of 6.5 million and made 4.40.5 million in the box office. So it did pretty good. Which success. I'm surprised because of the trailer <laughs> and the fact that it's kind of out there for an 80s movie, right? I mean, yeah. not too out there. Like, <clears throat> sci-fi was all over the place in the 80s, but... Yeah, I mean, there are huge sci-fi elements in the film, but it's, you know, it's also like a comedy. It's not like a... It's not like 2001 A Space Odyssey sci-fi. Yeah. It's just... It's a comedy that deals with time travel. I was not alive when this came out, and even if I was, I would have been very, very young. Um, so I don't know what drew people to it. Maybe... It was the cast. I don't know. But I'm glad people went and watched it. I'm, I'm glad to know that it was a success. That's that's really interesting. Yeah. So I always um, kind of figured these movies never did very well. Yeah, I didn't think so, too, because it, it said that it's a cult classic. Like, I didn't watch it several times when I was younger. I didn't think anything of it. But, mm. yeah, I'm still kind of surprised. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has an 81% approval rate. Oh, wow. Nice. But it has a 50 out of 100 on Metacritic. Well, well I can see that. I, I can see that because um, like all 80s, 80s movies or, or early 90s movies, uh, the pacing was kind of slow and that kind of bugged me. But that could be like our modern view of movies because everything's like now, 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 now. And like the pacing is great. And well, for our time, but like the pacing was really slow and that kind of bugged me. And I kept wanting to do another thing while watching this movie because the pacing mm -hmm. was so long. But it was still good. Like I had a good time watching it. Yeah. Well, with the pacing issues, I could see that being. Uh, just a product of movies being, you know, two and a half to three hours long these days. So they got to just shove as much as they can in your face all at once so they can have a good conclusion. Whereas this, not a lot happens. Essentially, no. they have to pass history or they're going to have to take summer classes and they have to get an A on this project. And then they get a time machine and they go back and collect historical figures and then present their project at the end. That's the whole fucking movie. Yeah. And it's an hour and a half of that. Uh, but silliness ensues and different things. So. Yeah. And it could have easily been an hour long. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, it, it wasn't yeah. there. I would say, yeah, like 65 to 70 minutes, it could have probably gotten everything in, which then probably would have boosted the pacing because they were cutting so much out of it. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was it was a really fun time. Would you yeah. dare say it was an excellent time? It was an excellent time. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about this next bogus time that you maybe had. I love how they didn't change the Orion yeah. card. I must see to it that you die. Now, they are history. Bill and Ted... Is that Don LaFontaine? I don't know, it might be. Welcome to hell. It's the Grim Reaper, dude. How's it hanging, Death? But they're having one hell of a time. It's gotta be. This, yeah, this is definitely like 
total 90s vibes. Not bad, dude. Cheeky music. new friends. Excuse us, dude. But is there any way we can get Announcer's doing more than just saying names. He's actually yeah. giving a little bit of insight to the plot. Excellent! Best two out of three. What? Enjoying the family. No way! <laughs> the present. I totally possess my dad. <laughs> Love that part. Battling the future. You metal, dude! Excuse us, but your shoes are untied. I fucking love death so much. Can't believe we just mailed in death! And meeting their maker. That's Guy, a cool shot. Congratulations on Earth! Not to mention your other great planets. Mars, Jupiter, Uranus. It's the comeback <laughs> of all time. Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Yeah, this trailer is light years better than that first one. Yeah, it makes it as epic as the movie is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gives you a little more insight on I mean, I guess a lot more happens in this movie, too, so it's probably easier to throw something together. Ugh. Fucking love that movie. And this is actually... I saw, I saw a bogus journey before I even knew Excellent Adventure existed. Because I may have told, told this story before, but back when Pizza Hut was doing their, like... Uh, dinner in a movie promo you could order a large pizza and they would super glue a fucking DVD disc to the inside of the pizza box <laughs> pretty much and the my mom did that one time and the movie we got was Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey oh my I, god okay so I remember you talking about this and I, I knew it was you and when I was watching this movie, I was looking in the comments, as you do in a YouTube channel, mm -hmm. like, movie, or whatever, and um, I went down in the comments, and I swear to God, 80% of the comments said the exact same thing. I'm oh, like, yeah? Did Anthony do this, too? <laughs> yeah, no, it, totally 100%. And I swear to God, that thing did not leave the DVD player at my house for months i watched this movie just on repeat constantly i love so, it so much you know okay so this is this kind of like coincides but it's another orion pictures movie mcdonald's kind of had something similar to this where um if you bought something you got a free vhs with mm. your meal and mm -hmm. i got babes in toyland with keanu reeves and drew barrymore from Orion Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Man, maybe, maybe, like, fast food restaurants and stuff just have a thing for Keanu Reeves, I guess. Maybe. Or Orion Pictures or something. Or I Orion Pictures. Or maybe Orion <laughs> Pictures has a thing for Keanu Reeves. Maybe. Um, but yeah, no, and I was, I was so glad of it. And then, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't until years later that I found out it was a sequel and then I watched the first one, and I fell in love with that one as well. And I have owned both ever since. Nice. So, Bogus Journey came out in July 19th, 1991. It is 93 minutes long. Had a budget of $20 million, but it only made $38 million in the box office. So this did worse than the first one, which I have a hard time with because... 
I honestly think this is better than the first. I would agree with that. And maybe that was that was a product of the first one being, you know, I mean, it was a success, but maybe people didn't enjoy it so much. And then the second one, even though it was better, people didn't go see it. Oh, I know there's that theory that people have where sequels are always worse than the originals. So that could have been it, too. Yeah, so... That bumps me out. I'm reading that um, Rotten Tomatoes had a 56 positive review. Which, what? And then Metacritic had a 60 out of 100, so, like, everything's flip-flopped. And then, like, the Washington Post said that it's funnier and livelier than the original, but the New York Times said it's musing, but sloppy, sop, sloppy and overcomplicated. So it's just like, what? <laughs> What's going on? See... You either hated it or loved it, but I think it honestly is better than the first. Which again makes me happy that you you enjoyed it. Every time I I recommend these movies to people, it's it's just like you said they either hate it or they love it. I would say a good eighty percent of the people I recommend to watch these movies love it, which is always nice to hear. But it just bums me out that people don't like. It. They don't like it. I don't know why. It's so good. I, I could see it, it does it does get kind of complicated with the whole like robots from the future coming back, killing them, and then they die, and then I don't know. I guess I don't know how that's complicated. No, it's not complicated. I don't know. It just I'm trying to rationalize people not liking this movie, and I cannot find out. A it could why. just not be their type of movie, you know? Yeah, that's very true. But Which is, like I said, with... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say that, like, when, what you, when you know what you're getting into, you can prepare yourself for this, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. I can't rationalize it either. See, it's, it's impossible. <laughs> movies. I mean, they, they're not gonna win any awards, but come on. You're gonna tell me you watch this movie and not laugh at least once yeah. which is what my wife <laughs> i mean she laughed a couple of times in during face music but when it was over she was just kind of like uh, i was like ah yourself suck it nerd <laughs> <laughs> so i i was reading a little bit into some of these movies and i saw that um marvel's comics made a bill and ted excellent comic book oh yeah actually i um <laughs> I was at Muse. I am standing up, turning my light on. Um, I don't know, or no, this isn't Marvel. This is Dark Horse. It's a new one. I was at Muse, buying some dice and stuff the other day, and was just checking it out. And I bought a Bill and Ted are Doomed comic, issue number one. So that must be later. Yeah, this is. I think this is newer. It's. Uh, it's got to be from this year. So um, it coincided with the Bill and Ted Bogus Journey releasing, okay. and it had 12 issues with original stories with death, uh, like death taking a vacation, medieval version of Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted gaining a band manager, uh, attempt to stop John Wilkes Booth, and meeting little Bill and Ted from the future. I think I vaguely remember some of those. The because the death on vacation and the medieval Bill and Ted sound super familiar. 
but now I have something else that I need to spend my money on. There you go. Here I am helping. <laughs> helping me get in trouble with my wife by spending more money on comic books. I'm sorry, but not sorry. Yeah, it's all right. We all have our vices. Yeah. Mine is uh, buying fabric. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much fabric and not enough time to make everything. Okay, so... <laughs> yeah, every, every, every hole, like, real quick, every time I go into Muse, the owner, Jason, he's always like, more dice? Like, I have a problem, all right? <laughs> You've seen my dice bag? It's it's cut slots. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's... Uh... Let's move on. Let's let's uh let's face the music. Yeah, let's face music. Okay, so in a previous episode, I think it was the Brave New Trailers uh show where we watched the second trailer of Bill and Ted. So I thought we would go back to the very first trailer to re-react to it because God knows how many times we probably watched this. Yeah, I think I watched this thing when it released ago, at least a dozen times in the first hour. One month ago, you played in Barso, California for 40 people, most of whom were there for $2 taco night. I mean, obviously it looks a whole lot better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what have you got to say for yourself? <laughs> They're like the exact we same people, though. I know. Party on. It was so crazy watching it. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was also kind of crazy to see how old Keanu Reeves looks without a beard. Ah, uh, yeah. I, that was my struggle for the very first 15 minutes, was like, this guy's John Wick. I <laughs> can't get over it. Very, like, it was the first 30 seconds, or maybe 15 seconds of the trailer, they were showing footage from the very end of the movie. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, it was when they're uh, on the bridge. This part was so fucking good. <laughs> no way! How'd you like our song? It's a little on the dark side, but you know, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love okay. that. Okay. Before we get into our review a little about this movie in 2020. Uh, it was released on August 28th of 2020. It was 91 minutes long, had a budget of 25 million. Unfortunately, because of the box offices being closed, it earned 4.5 million back. I'm guessing that does not count VOD and rentals. I don't know how that works. Yeah, in this day and age, because I know a lot of people bought that, either owned it or rented it. Yeah, me, me too. I mean, I, I bought it as soon as it was available for, for pre-sale, and I had several friends that did the same. And that's just my little circle of friends here in little Missoula, Montana. Yeah. So I imagine worldwide it had to have made more money in VOD, like digitally. So that's interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to read as fast as I can, and I think it's just box office theaters because mm -hmm. they said on the first day it grossed four hundred thousand in a thousand and seven theaters in the first day. Were these a uh, thousand and seven theaters open, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It 
Yeah, I think it's just theater money because it was the top printed film on all the streaming platforms in yeah. this weekend. So it's not counting VOD sales. So in this new day and age, do we not count box office money anymore? Well, yeah, I imagine if you bought it digitally, it's probably not going to count towards like the box, quote unquote, box office numbers. Yeah. But it's still, it's got to have like an ask, like everything in this that's happened this year, it's got to have an asterisk by it because it's not like it bombed in the theaters. There was just no one to go see it in theaters or no theaters to go see it in. Yeah. Because of the, the state of the world. Because, I mean, I've, I've seen, when it first came out, I watched it. I loved it. Like I said, my wife was kind of impartial. Dee didn't seem to enjoy it quite as much as I did. She seemed, she thought it was too cheesy and they tried a little too hard. I bet if I make her watch it again, she'll appreciate it more. Because that's just kind of how she is. It takes a couple times. Mm-hmm. Once it was done, I was like, oh my god, I want to see. Like, oh, I went and through and like, I was reading review after review after review. And it was mostly positive, but a lot of negative. And oh, really? since since it's come out, I've noticed there's a lot of other things coming out where people are praising it and saying it's like it's it's the summer movie that we needed this for like to kind of cope with what's going on this year and to remind us of all this stuff. So it's gaining more popularity, which I guess would bring it back into that kind of cult classic category. Yeah. Uh, it would definitely bring bring on cult classic after this year. Yeah, the Rotten Tomatoes, it says 81% approval rating. Metacritic, it's all over the place. It said 65 out of 100. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if that's audience-based or critic-based. I think it's critic. Yeah. Well, and when I, I remember Rotten, because Rotten Tomatoes was one of the first ones I looked at after I, the day it came out, watched it, and I went to Rotten Tomatoes to read some reviews and Metacritic. I think Metacritic had it around like a 60 at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rotten Tomatoes had it at like a like a sixty five percent, but it was like an eighty five percent audience score. So it's interesting how that's gone up for the critic score. Yeah, uh, for it because I think people are realizing, like again, like they're they're fantastic movies. They're great. I love them. They're not going to win any awards, but mm-hmm. they're feel good. They they you you know what you're getting, and you watch it, and you have fun, and the message is great just fucking unite the world love yeah. each other be I, excellent i am in that category too where it was a movie that we needed this year and mm-hmm. thankfully that it got pushed to the middle of the year or towards the end of the year because we needed it more like i don't think we could have appreciated it if it came out like in march or april Mm-hmm. Like I forget what the the other release date was. Oh, it was spring. Why? Wasn't it? Was it early spring, late spring. I don't remember. I think I don't remember. It's not saying anything. Well, I guess it's summer but... twenty twenty at the end of this trailer. So yeah. Maybe so July. maybe it was summer, but yeah. Like if it was any earlier than when it was, I don't think we would have appreciated it more. At least the the fans of it. Because mm-hmm. I like you know the opening scene where they go to the the um, wedding reception and they're like explaining past events and I was just like, wait what? <laughs> <laughs> I got confused because I didn't watch it in order. Um, I watched uh, Face the Music first mm-hmm. and thinking that oh I'll, I'll 
it'll come back to me, you know? I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be fine. But then, like, that first wedding reception scene, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't remember that part. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm in that category. It's like, it, it was something we needed. And even though I watched it a month late, it still held up. I Like you said, it's not going to win any awards, but it was very feel-good, and I loved it. Um, I love the fact that even though it is a Bill and Ted movie, it's still it's not focused on them doing everything great. Um, it never was about them. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was their kids, the future basically. And I guess um, we should say spoilers. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say spoilers. <laughs> um, I mean, um, it's not hard to pick up on where it's going, though. Like, yeah. you know, halfway through the movie, you kind of see what's going to happen. But, yeah, it's it's wholesome family fun, and it's it's good, clean comedy. I mean, I love, I love a raunchy comedy as much as the next guy, but you don't get very many good, wholesome family, clean comedy movies like this without it being, like, you know, an animated film or something. So it was, it was a nice breath of fresh air and it was good to see the boys back and kind of tie up their, their, their legacy. Honestly, I mean, 1989 mm-hmm. is when the first one came out, you said. So, yeah, I mean, holy shit. That's, I mean, that yeah. that's crazy that these characters have been around for so long. And the fact that um, Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves were so excited to, to come back and do it and i'm sure george carlin if he was still around he would have been he would have been right there mm-hmm. um i mean they they got everyone back <laughs> yeah it was, I was, it was great so surprised that they brought the dad back oh, yeah wow. god he was he was Whoa. old <laughs> I <know>. god <laughs> that was the first thing that when, he, when when ted's dad came out i was like whoa he got old <laughs> <laughs> And even his ex-wife, I think, was the same uh, actor from Bogus Journey. So, I don't know. It was fun. I loved it. I love them all. If you guys haven't seen them, I strongly recommend watching them. Uh, They're great. They're silly. They'll make you laugh. Yeah. You know, drink a beer, eat a special brownie or something, and just have fun. (laughs) Yeah, I, I gotta agree. Like, it, especially right now, um, with YouTube making the first two free, might as well just make a weekend out of it and take that like fifteen dollar rent rentable fee and take the plunge and watch it. I, I think it's if you like the the first two, you're gonna love this one. Or if you're just a fan of uh, um, Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I wouldn't watch it without watching the first two, probably. Yeah, definitely. Not, I mean, like it's not I said, like I, you're gonna get lost, but yeah. it's a lot of the kind of Easter eggs and jokes will go over your head without knowing the references, you know? Yeah. Um, and like I said, I I watched the second one before I ever watched the first one many a times, and I still enjoyed it. And then after watching the first one kind of got a little bit more of like who they are and understood who the princesses were and where they came from and why they were the way they were and 
It was it was so good. I love it so much. I'm so excited that because this is also going to bring it to a whole other generation. Maybe there'll be some kid out there that orders Pizza Hut and gets Bill and Ted face <laughs> to music with their large pepperoni <laughs> pizza. You know, <laughs> um, they get a digital free code. With pizza. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would be the. That's how it would be now. It would be a digital code. It wouldn't be a disc. God, I'm old. <laughs> Well, I just talked about the free VHS. How do you think I feel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's great. Um, makes me happy. Puts a smile on my face. Okay. Looking forward to doing this episode. So there's there's some some little uh, things about Face the Music that I want to talk to Anthony about. So if you don't want to be spoiled by any type of part of the movie, I would uh, skip ahead. Or uh, pause, watch the movie, and then come back to it if you don't want to be spoiled. But, yeah. So, Anthony, uh, about the two broads in the (laughs) phone booth, were those the wives from the future? Because they never talked about it at all. They never mentioned it. They just said it was older versions of us, and it was never older versions of them. It was like these two old ladies. Yeah, I think that was supposed to be the princesses. Yeah, that's what I thought, but they never brought it up. Yeah, because that was... You're talking about... um, uh, Was that when they went to the house that was actually Dave Grohl's house and they see him? Yeah. Or is that when they were outside the... Well, like, the first time the princesses, like, go in the phone booth, they're, they're, um, they see the phone booth out the window, and then they see these, like, older people, older women. Oh, yeah. And they're they're like, like, here, come here. Yeah. Yeah. But then when they went to Dave Grohl's house, like, they went in there, but, like, the old women, like, kind of went see-through when they jumped in the the (laughs) phone booth. I'm like, what's going on? I know I I'm not supposed to up. think so hard, but they never brought it up. Yeah, I guess I didn't pick up on that. I just assumed that, it, yeah, it was it was them from the future, and that was the first time that they went to all the different timelines to see how their lives would play out if they stayed with Bill and Ted. Mm. Oh, okay. But yeah, um, <laughs> that was pretty silly. Did you watch all the way through the credits? Because... I don't know if there's any credit things. Like, the, I was reading that Weird Al was in the credits. Huh. I guess I, I didn't, because we, um, once we finished it, we, once the movie was over, we turned it off and had to go, um, we went and, uh, what am I trying to say here? Wow, brain fart. Went and pick, uh, picked up some food for Destiny's dad, because he had just had knee surgery and couldn't do anything so we got him some food and went and walked the dog so I didn't watch the credits so I don't know oh, okay I was just reading some extra stuff and it was a musician weird Al Yankovic talk show personality Guillermo Rodriguez and actor Nathan Head make cameos during the credits I'm like oh hmm. thought maybe you saw that and then um, Kelly Carlin actually makes a cameo at one point who's that Car- uh, George Carlin's daughter oh yeah 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 that would be cool. She actually wrote a book, I think, about her um, her life or her childhood. I can't remember. It came out a few years ago. Talked about her dad and stuff. Hmm. 
I'll have oh, to yeah. go back and see. I'll have to. I'll have to go check that out. I do own it. Yeah. Own, own yeah. owner. But I, I liked it. I liked the the little um, callback to bringing all the uh, historical figures back into the present to help mm-hmm. with everything. Um, bringing That's death right. back to yep. <laughs> call back to <laughs> the second one. Yeah, it was just like a combination of one and two. Mm-hmm. Because um, even though in the in the first one, I just I love how like in the first one it was just like a teenage movie in the eighties, you know, and it's just like the the dumb guys get the win at the end, and then the second one is like, yeah, maybe they're not the greatest, you know, they're like always down on their luck, and they end up winning in the end. But then like the third one's like, it's not really about them, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I kind of like that. I kind of like the fact that it, it wasn't all on them. They weren't the ones that was prophesized this whole time. I like Oh, them. yeah. I mean, they, they were, but they weren't. It was, it's not just about them. It's about us. It's about yeah. inclusion and unity and everyone coming together to save the world. Mm-hmm. Unity. I thought, I, I thought that was a perfect ending to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it was good. This was a fun episode to do research on, and uh, if you watched Bill and Ted Face the Music recently, or you plan on doing it, which I do recommend, if you have watched it, please let us know what you thought about it, what your thoughts were on it. Out of all three, which one is your favorite so far? I gotta say the second one's my favorite, still. Yeah, even for me. Just mostly for nostalgic reasons, too, but... It's so much fun. Yeah. We kind of uh, base our ending on Be Excellent to Each Other because it's such a great quote and such a great philosophy, basically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) we got to remind ourselves to be excellent to each other because we need that more than ever right now. (laughs) Yes. Especially these days. Yeah. So, yeah, let us know what you thought about the movie. Uh, if you plan on watching the movie, or if there's another trilogy that you want us to rewatch and uh, go back and watch the trailers for, definitely, definitely give us a shout out, either on Twitter or email or wherever you can find us. We are on Twitter at Trailer What. Uh, we are on Instagram at WTTPod. Our email is whatthetrailerpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, Anthony, we are now on Amazon Music. We are Whoa. available. Yeah, we are available on Amazon Music, guys. Uh, you can just search What the Trailer on there and you'll find us quickly. We are also on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anything you can think of. Just search our name. We're there. Um, We've made it now. Suck it, Jeff Bezos. (laughs) So, yeah, you can find us everywhere. And remember that we publish every Tuesday. Hashtag Trailer Tuesday. Stay tuned for our October spooky monthness. Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) So be excellent to each other. Wash your fucking hands.